0: I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? well, whelmed whelmed, 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 whelmed? I think you can in Europe. Welcome back to Whelmed, a podcast full of science that will neither overwhelm you nor underwhelm you. It will simply leave you pleasantly whelmed. This is because we don't cover the game-changing science studies, All you need to do is read the news to see the science that's currently breaking. We also don't get down into the mind-numbing annals of science, which in my experience is anything to do with the validation of a new experimental methodology or instrument. We cover science that doesn't seek to answer a big question, that has a pleasantly simple result that's related to our everyday experience as humans in the 21st century, like Tinder, or missing teaspoons, which we covered in the last two episodes. But onward and upward, today I have another guest star, Izzy from Sci FYI.
1: Oh, hello, Rory.
0: <laughs> hello, <laughs> good to meet you. <laughs> so Izzy, you have your own podcast. I do. What's it about?
1: Um, so I hate science fiction Yeah. and my podcasting partner, Meg, she loves science fiction. So every week she forces me to watch a piece of science fiction before we watch it, I have to guess what it's about, which she seems to find quite humorous. Uh, there's been one occasion that I've been slightly correct. And then afterwards, after we've watched it, we discuss the ins and outs of it. Right. Generally, very banal points about it.
0: So, what was that one that you guessed kind of correctly?
1: Uh, it's yet to be released yet. Uh, but oh, okay. Uh, from the title, I guessed some of the plot of Bicentennial Man.
0: Some of the plot of Bicentennial Man? Yes. Oh, that one seems like a hard one to guess.
1: That's what she thought no, yeah we we got I got it straight off the bat, and then I went highly specific into the wrong plot, so you know we tried. <laughs>
0: you win some, you lose some. <laughs> what was the last movie you watched?
1: Oh, Star Wars
0: and you didn't like it?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> it was awful. It was a painful evening for everyone involved. <laughs> We're lucky our friendship survived.
0: I actually, I listened to your Martian episode and I really liked the Martian. I saw that you did too. Mm-hmm. But the biggest takeaway I had from the Martian was that space toilets can package your poo. <laughs> I know. And it can barcode and whose little, poo it is. We'll have a little barcode on there.
1: I guess we actually did discuss that while we were watching the movie. It would be really strange, but we guessed that it was just because you have to log into like any room you're in at any time. Um. So I don't think that it, they generally go through the pool and they're like, Well, Mark, you pooed too much.
0: (laughs) Oh, Mark, you've been hitting the curry. (laughs) Okay. So on our last episode, we explored the science of Tinder, or rather, the science behind why people use Tinder. Did you listen to it?
1: I've heard the first half. I'm yet to get around to the second half. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Did you like the first half?
1: I did, yes. Yeah.
0: Was it illuminating?
1: Uh, I would say it was whelming.
0: It was whelming. Well, that's what we're after.
1: (laughs) Oh, get out. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's just the truth. (laughs) Well, along a similar vein, today we're going to talk about the power of red lipstick. Oh. I'm told every woman has or should have a red lippy tucked away for moments when they want to feel empowered or sexy.
1: Well, that's very sexist. What about the men who want a red lippy <laughs> tucked away when they want to feel sexy? It's
0: true. I shouldn't be so so gender. I notice you're wearing your red lipstick today. I want it to feel empowered. <laughs> so, does red lipstick? actually attract men and well there has been some alarmingly extensive research <laughs> into red lipstick and whether it increases a woman's attractiveness to men and so today we're going to look at one study and i'll touch on a second one briefly so this first one is from a paper entitled does red lipstick really attract men an evaluation in a bar uh. by nicholas G Gou- Gou- can I look? Guquin, Guquin.
1: Oh, it's the same word twice. Yeah, With, a, with an N at the end. Gu-guin.
0: Gu-guin. Gu-guin. We'll just call him Nicholas. Nick <laughs> G. <laughs> Mick G. Great. So the study was conducted in four bars in a sea on the seaside of the West Atlantic coast of France. Oh, <laughs> lovely! So
1: specific. Yeah. I guess that last name's well, that's, French.
0: That's where he lives. So. I guess. <laughs> He recruited eight (laughs) Caucasian women, but how he recruited them is arguably the most uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) What (laughs) did he do? (laughs) So it's the most uncomfortable and hilarious part of the research. Please tell me. Okay. So he wanted to make sure all eight women were of similar attractiveness. Oh, no. So, So he initially took pictures of 36 women of their faces and asked a group of 48 young men To rate how attractive they were on a scale of one low level of physical attractiveness (laughs) to nine high physical attractiveness
1: that's just an odd scale to begin with why not go to ten that's what i thought
0: i was like number one it's pretty brutal
1: (laughs) number two why not ten do you know there's actually a dating site that does this oh really there's a dating site um, that it was on the startup podcast run by Gimlet, and they were talking about a startup company that's trying to match people not using um, computers, algorithms. algorithms they're trying yeah. not to match people with algorithms but they've got two women who try and match people and they have to rate how attractive the people are and try and set people up of equal attractiveness, oh. so a man who's a seven and a woman who's a seven so they have to be quite objective and they said they feel really horrible because they always have to be picking on how people look
0: Oh, that's really terrible.
1: Yeah, but I think uh, they never really got off the ground, but it sounds like a good thing. They're trying to do it. Probably because thing. it's so fucking harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a one.
0: <laughs> I wonder if, like, they're really good-looking as well, like they're just Giselle Butch Nance or mm. mm-hmm.
1: I know they work all the time, so they don't really have time to date. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or maintain physical appearance. And one of
1: them actually, while they were setting up their, their site, Found love on another dating site. (laughs) (laughs) I like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. So that was the most uncomfortable part of the study. Yeah. Uh, So he ended up with eight women at the end of it who were assessed as being between five and sevens on the hotness scale.
1: Oh, so you couldn't have a nine? No. Too attractive already?
0: Yeah, too attractive. It's just...
1: Oh, because I guess he's trying to bump up their attractiveness. They want to bump up from five to seven to a eight or nine. Yeah. I think you just wanted to take your average woman.
0: Okay. You know, Yeah. So not your ones
1: or your nines, <laughs> <laughs> not your club foot or your, or your baby supermodel. Just yeah. happy medium, happy medium. Huh. I'm happy with that.
0: And in his own words, he took precautions to verify that the rate of attractiveness was not statistically different between the women.
1: How? <laughs>
0: I guess he just looked at all their scores combined and like. Oh, okay. ran some tests. <laughs> Science. Well, looks good. <laughs> so now we have eight women of mid to lightly high attractiveness. <laughs> and these women were split into teams of two. So four teams of two. And they were distributed around various bars over various nights and times after having their makeup professionally done. Some women wore different shades of lipstick. Um, brown, pink and red and some women wore no makeup but did have their face professionally cleaned and aggressively (laughs) moisturised. What? So they weren't wearing makeup but they were particularly moist.
1: (laughs) I guess when you're looking for a mate you want their face to be very moist.
0: You want that to be the first thing you notice about them. Oh you're
1: aggressively moist in the face. Boy moist face. (laughs) Get over here. Let's mate. <laughs> oh.
0: So the women were instructed to sit at a free table near the area where the single men drink.
1: <laughs> Is there a sign above them? Single men please sit here. A circle where they have to stand. <laughs> They're a blight on society, those single men Oh.
0: Um, and then two 20-somethings were sent along to observe the women, which is only, like, mildly creepy. <laughs> Just... Why do they have to be 20-something? They had to appear young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they had to be hip. Yeah. You're groovy. You're down with the lingo. <laughs> go to this bar. All
0: right, so now the fun stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. You weren't already having fun. Here we go. So the pair of women were instructed to sit and have a bit of a chit-chat with one another, a bit of a kiki, uh, without showing interest in other people in the bar. Uh, they were to blatantly ignore okay. their surroundings. Yeah. Just appear, like, really aloof. Yep. Yeah. And when the women were seated, one of the observers would start the clock. And when a man first made contact with either of the women, the clock was stopped. And a man's behaviour... Uh, this is very explicitly detailed a man's behavior was considered contact if he spoke to one of the women one of the women not if he smiled or gazed longingly or flashed her or whatever
1: <laughs> so there had to actually be a verbal exchange yes so a quick wristy under the table doesn't <laughs> count as contact
0: Mm-mm. No, it's too nonverbal no <laughs> how could you even judge it's too ambiguous <laughs>
1: I don't know what they're thinking about. They don't have that conversation.
0: So when any man spoke to one of the women, the women were instructed to repeat the following.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Hello. We are waiting for someone who will probably arrive in one to two minutes. We have a lot to talk about. Another time, perhaps.
1: So no matter what the man said.
0: Yeah, like... Like, I'm dying. Can I I borrow your phone?
1: Hello. Do you have a band-aid? Another time,
0: perhaps. Man, that's real aloof. It's real cold. (laughs) And so then the observers, um, they... Hang on. Okay.
1: Imagine it was the bartender. Another time, perhaps. (laughs)
0: It's like, do you want a drink or not?
1: Another time. (laughs) Perhaps. Get the fuck
0: out. (laughs)
1: You've been sitting here eating my peanuts for half an hour. Go and order a fucking drink and you keep telling me perhaps.
0: Well, oh, wouldn't eat those peanuts.
1: Oh, there's Gross. a whole study on that. You should do a podcast on that. Oh, I'll have to look it up. I think later. the germs that, that spread. Anyway, I digress. You don't, you do. Often. <laughs> often Hard and aggressively. And often.
0: <laughs> so then the observers counted the interactions over the course of a one hour period. And so in total, there were 36 observational periods of various women wearing different shades of lipstick or no lipstick in various bars and various times. Mm -hmm. So we get a pretty good data set from that. Yep. All right. So here's the good stuff. Here's the results. Yes. (laughs) So the two variables measured in this experiment were the time taken before First verbal contact was made, Mm -hmm. so the time between when they sat down and when a man first approached them and spoke to them.
1: Physical contact isn't included.
0: Not if if you, like, slapped her. (laughs) Not included. Slapped her with a
1: fish. (laughs) Nope. Ambiguous.
0: (laughs) And also the total number of verbal contacts. Okay. So for the total number of verbal contacts, Mm -hmm. red came out the best. Oh. Red lipstick. Good to know. Mm. Though it wasn't significantly better than pink lips. huh. It was a little better, but not statistically significantly better. Did they go into shades? No, it was just like red, pink, brown, and no lipstick. Because there's
1: so much ambiguity between those colours. Like you can have a brown red or you can have an orange red.
0: Oh man. A blue red. I don't even know how this works. Blue red?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like the really bright red that's not orange coloured. Wow. You know, it's not tinged orange. It's more of a... It's a blue red.
0: Yeah. Well, in terms like, of lipstick, you do know that I'm like horrifically colourblind.
1: Oh yeah.
0: There's so many colours that I imagine that I can't see, particularly the reds.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> it's the colour you can't see, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. There's a a whole range of red lipsticks. Oh yeah. And then in the pinks, like you you've got your purple end, and then you've got down to like baby pink. Oh.
0: Well, if it helps, like, all the women who wore red wore the same type of red across every different bar. Okay. The same product, same line. Right. And the same with the pink and the brown. Okay. Yeah.
1: So this is only specific to those colours, I suppose. I guess. Yeah.
0: But I think you could extrapolate it out to look at red more generally and pink and brown.
1: But I guess also the the data set only applies to you if you're medium attractive. Yeah. Like maybe brown works best if you're super hot.
0: <laughs> like if you're a nine, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're just going freshly moisturized.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, red was not significantly better than pink lips. Okay. But it was better than brown on no lips. So if you want to get a bit of, of chit chat at a bar, red or pink,
1: apparently. And then. Uh, is it more likely to get you to the sack or doesn't touch on that?
0: Oh, it doesn't go into that much detail. Right. That's a follow up study. Okay. <laughs> Future research direction. <laughs> so, in terms of time taken before the first contact, mm-hmm. red didn't perform better than pink or brown, but they all did better than no lipstick.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So, some lipstick better than none. I guess it shows you're up for a good turn. Yeah. So, there you have it. If you want attention at a bar, and you're between a 5 and a 7 on the Judge by 48 men attractiveness scale, then all you need to do is wear some lippy, but preferably red or pink.
1: So where do I find these 48 men to judge my attractiveness and tell me what colour lipstick I should be wearing?
0: Literally anywhere. Why don't you just hold up a sign in the city?
1: Will you at least judge
0: me on a scale
1: of 1 to 9? And they'll all be like, what's 10? Why are you doing this weird scale?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my harshest critique of this study. that yeah. They didn't use a 10.
1: Maybe it's something to do with the French. I don't know. Yeah. It could be a cultural thing.
0: Maybe 10's reserved for, like, the Queen <laughs> of England. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe they're scared of the number 10.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, in certain cultures, you know how there are... There's, like, no 6th floor, is it, in China? Oh,
0: 13th. 13th. Yeah, there's no 13th floor sometimes. In China? I don't know. Or just in, in some regular places. buildings.
1: Yeah, like, maybe it's like that. They just don't use the number 10 in France. Yeah, it's not spoken of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we Sorry, French like...
0: people. We've <laughs> dropped the word so often. Oh, sorry. Mm. All right, so I found that particularly whelming. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I is mean, it unexpected in any way?
1: Not really. Like
0: wear lipstick? Yeah. Get chats?
1: Yeah, I guess... I mean, I guess if you're wearing lipstick, it makes you look more made up, which makes you look more like you're out for a good time. Yeah. Right? True. I mean, I do love a good lipstick, though.
0: (laughs) Are you wearing some right now? Yes, it's bright orange. Oh. (laughs) That's going to get you nowhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fine, I'll change it to blue.
0: (laughs) All right, so I just want to take you through another study very quickly. Okay. um, This study is entitled Lipstick and Tipping Behaviour. When red lipstick Ah. enhance waitress tips...
1: Yeah, I found that.
0: Oh, it's also by Nicholas Guguen. Nick G. Nick G, sorry. Oh, well, he definitely has a fetish.
1: <laughs> Why is he conducting all the red lipstick studies? It's very
0: uncomfortable.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, it's strange.
0: Yeah, it makes me feel a bit weird.
1: I did find that I got better tips as a waitress when I wore lipstick.
0: Did you? Yep. Red or?
1: Um, I never took any? note of the colour. I mostly wear, wear red or dark, maroon.
0: Like on the red scale, then? On the red scale, yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know what colour they're using. I don't know what red they're using here. Yeah, it just
0: says red, yeah, I guess. Could be anything.
1: Yeah. But most of my lipsticks
0: are red. Okay. Yeah. And you found you got more tips that way?
1: I would say so. Oh. But I also wore lipstick on nights when it was busier. Like Friday and Saturday nights, I would wear lipstick because I generally go out afterwards anyway. Oh. So okay. you want to be ready to go out. Yeah. So you're wearing lipstick anyway. There's more people, so you get more tips. Oh. Yeah. It's also Australia, so. So people, they don't need to tip that often. No.
0: <laughs> no. I never do.
1: No, they do in some places.
0: Do they? Yeah. Oh, odd. If they think you're fancy enough. Well, I think science agrees with you. Yes! Uh, Nick, Nick G, in this study, he recruited seven waitresses regularly, re, who were regularly employed in a restaurant already.
1: And how attractive were they?
0: Oh, he didn't say in this one. Yeah, their attractiveness was not measured. Well, this is... It's between one and nine. (laughs) I (laughs) know that. One of them's a one, but I'm not going to say who. So the experiment was conducted each day during eight weeks, but did not include Saturday and Sunday, weirdly enough, um, during lunch hours because there were sufficient patrons in a restaurant to get a significant data set. Okay. Yeah. And so they made sure to use the same brand um, of lipstick uh, across... The seven waitresses oh, good. in their various times and mm-hmm. various lipstick shades so sometimes they would wear red sometimes they would wear pink sometimes they would wear brown and sometimes they would just aggressively moisten the whole face <laughs> <laughs> particularly the lips so they had their makeup professionally done by a beautician every day
1: Jeez, that's a lot for a restaurant like to have your makeup professionally done just to go to work a lunch shift at the <laughs> restaurant like that's a bit intense. If it's really
0: busy, do you sweat like like sweat it off? Or
1: I mean, it depends on the restaurant, I guess. If it's like forty degrees in there, maybe. Yeah, it could be. But otherwise, you don't want to assume. Probably not. I would say.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess your face just moistens over time anyway <laughs> through all the sweat and oil.
1: <laughs> I think we're made to be moist on the skin. Really. I think like moistish.
0: Not too moist.
1: Not too moist. (laughs) You don't want to be slipping everywhere.
0: (laughs) Last thing I want when I'm a waiter is slipping down the corridors. (laughs) Give you a gentle nudge and you can just drop the plates on the tables. Mm. So the author says that similar to Australia. Yes. Well, he doesn't say similar to Australia, but it is similar to Australia.
1: Oh, because this is in France again, I imagine.
0: France is not known for giving tips. It's unusual to give a tip, but people still do it sometimes.
1: Yeah. We all live on the American scale of things.
0: And so he just wanted to find out whether tips were increased with red lipstick or pink lipstick or brown lipstick Mm -hmm. and using the no lipstick as a control. Okay. Over this observational period, he did it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's a good starting point. (laughs) He did the experiment and he found that people were tipped more with uh, waitresses who wore red lipstick than pink or brown or no lipstick.
1: Who's funding these studies?
0: I'd like to know that. (laughs) Who
1: cares? It's probably like Maybelline. That's the brand that they're using across all these studies. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's
0: Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) And overall as well, men gave significantly more tips than women. Well,
1: that seems right. Surprise! (laughs) Well, you know why, though? It's because they get paid more.
0: Oh, they've of got, course. They've got more income. They've got a high disposable income.
1: Yeah, and yeah. the women are all at home caring for the kids. Yeah, they're not out
0: to lunch. They've no. got a vacuum. Don't right. be
1: silly. <laughs> yeah. If they do have jobs, they have to go home at lunch, cook dinner, and clean the house for the the kids.
0: Yeah, so in this study, um, red lipstick came out way better than pink lipstick and brown lipstick. So if you're a waitress and you're working a busy lunch shift, no matter where you are, throw on a red lippy because you'll probably get some more tips.
1: Does he say anything about how much cleavage is showing? Because
0: that would probably increase the tips as well. Do you know, that was not a variable that was controlled for. Was it? Yeah, that's the significant critique. They
1: were all wearing turtlenecks.
0: (laughs) They were all wearing nuns habits. (laughs) The only thing that differed was the lipstick.
1: <laughs> the red lips really liven things up a bit
0: <laughs> so this is uh the fact that cosmetics generally make women more attractive to men isn't unexpected is it mm. otherwise there probably wouldn't be such a huge booming cosmetic industry
1: yeah that's true i had this uh, i saw a comedian actually do a bit about cosmetics yeah and i thought it was really funny because he was talking about what if cosmetics had been invented recently mm. and men just came home and they were like honey, I got you this stuff to paint your face with. <laughs> and the women are like, what? <laughs> do I have to wear this all the time? And they're like, well, you don't have to. But yeah, if, you, if you'd wear it every day and then probably more when we have guests over or if you want to leave the house. <laughs> like it's such a weird concept. It, and if a man is. tried to make a woman do it these days, you'd be like, what?
0: Yeah. But I, we just do it of our own volition now. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if like history had gone a bit different and men had to wear makeup mm. rather than women? Yeah. What a different world that would be. (sighs) Oh, I dread to think.
1: (laughs) Uh, And all the plastic surgery.
0: Mm. Mm. You know, with those
1: disposable incomes, they can spend more. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm just throwing money all the time, I am. (laughs) I'm also quite moist. I'm just slipping down the hallways, throwing money everywhere.
1: I'm a white male!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, the red lipstick.
1: Yes. Back to the point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Over both studies, it's actually a very well-studied phenomena, Mm -hmm. and it's it's called the red effect. Oh. And it doesn't just apply to lipstick. It applies to women doing anything with the colour red. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. That's so weird. It's called the red effect, and I just want to read you some of the... um, (gasps) Please. Some of the previous studies that have been done in this red effect. Um, Are they all done by Nick G? (laughs) No. No, no. There is a surprisingly large pool of men who study this. No women. (laughs) They don't look like lady names, but... They're in the kitchen. I've been fooled before. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. So women presented on photography with background red color received greater sexual attractiveness scores from men. Oh. But not women.
1: On the one to nine scale.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a universal scale. (laughs) (laughs) One researcher found that men sat closer to a woman wearing a red shirt rather than a blue one.
1: That's so weird.
0: Oh, Nick G. Here we go. Found that women hitchhikers wearing a red T-shirt increased the probability of a man stopping to offer a ride.
1: Where does Nick G get his funding? Yeah. Who's his backer?
0: I think you're right. It's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like a really eccentric billionaire.
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe Nick G is an eccentric billionaire and he's just like, I'm going to study what the fuck I want.
0: At the end, let's Google him. Okay. I kind of want to know what he looks like now.
1: Yeah, I imagine yeah. he's ugly. Yeah, Really ugly.
0: I reckon he's got really long nails. Mm. Like, you don't trim regularly.
1: Like receptionist nails. You know, those receptionists (laughs) that have just, like, stupidly, like, three centimetres long and they learn to type with their nails. (laughs) I don't...
0: Yeah, my step-grandmother once told me, like, the most horrific thing about having long nails is that you have to learn to do a lot of things again because your fingers are, like, three centimetres longer and very sharp.
1: That's such a weird thing to say because you don't have to learn to do things again. All you have to do is cut your fingernails and you can act just as a normal human does.
0: I mean, I stopped her before she told me (laughs) the things that she had to relearn. (laughs) I think she was going on like a train of like toilet paper. You have to relearn how to use it.
1: Oh. Mm. Oh.
0: So anyway, I think Nick G probably does have those nails.
1: Probably. To be honest, I find red a very aggressive colour.
0: Funny you should say that. Research, uh-huh. research shows, uh, as mentioned in the discussion of Nick G's paper, papers actually, they're in both, that red lips are associated with an indication of estrogen levels, sexual arousal and health.
1: So if you're wearing red lipstick, you're more sexually aroused?
0: Yeah, men, I guess men just are like... Oh, uh, men
1: are more sexually aroused.
0: No, like men assume women are more sexually aroused if they're wearing red and men assume maybe instinctively that they've got higher estrogen levels.
1: Oh, she put red on today. Her estrogen is peaking. (laughs) It's
0: peaking.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's true. Maybe we, without thinking about it, wear red when we have high estrogen levels.
0: This is true. And I I think I've, I've, I've heard of a lot of different studies about how women will um, wear more revealing clothes, like generally speaking, of course, mm. during certain parts of their ov- ovulatory cycle. Oh, just
1: instinctively?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Like when you're ovulating, you'll just wear a miniskirt and a boob tube.
1: Oh, I guess I'm not ovulating. I'm covered head to toe today. <laughs> yeah. It's also cold though. Mm. So, do I not ovulate in winter? No. <laughs> Oh, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, babies aren't
0: conceived in winter. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that ovulation ceases for the duration of the season.
1: Oh, that's good to know.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, We should alert contraceptive groups of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They could stop selling them during the months of winter. (laughs) People could save a dime, you know, in winter. They could put it towards their gas bill.
1: Oh, don't you need it.
0: Oh. Well, Izzy, did you find those two studies whelming?
1: Yeah, I've I've been aptly whelmed. Yeah. Yeah. What
0: are you gonna take away from it?
1: Um, I think I'm just gonna continue wearing my red, red lipstick, but I'm gonna wear a disclaimer on my top. Yes. That says, "No, I'm not sexually aroused." <laughs>
0: Estrogen levels low. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not sexually aroused. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and every time someone comes perhaps up,
0: perhaps another s- time. <laughs>
1: Or if I'm out and someone comes to talk to me, the first thing I do is yell in their face, no, I'm not aroused! <laughs> and if anyone comes up to me, male or female, yeah. I don't discriminate.
0: Mm. Do you think if you, um, if you go back to hospitality, you might wear some red lipstick on the dinner shifts?
1: Do you know, actually, when I got into hospitality, yeah. I was while well, I was working in cafes and when I moved to a restaurant, I was really excited because it meant that I could wear lipstick at work without being judged, and I was like, Yes! <laughs> So I, w- I would continue wearing lipstick at work anyway. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a good perk of the job.
0: Well, I I've, I've certainly found these studies perfectly whelming. They're yeah. very whelmed. I feel like they've not added anything to my life, but they've certainly yeah. not taken away anything. I
1: wonder how much That's they're adding sure. to Nick G's life.
0: Uh, probably a lot. I don't know. It seems, this seems to be his research agenda, just mm. studying the femininity of women.
1: I wonder and what school he works in. Red. You know, like, is he in molecular biology? Oh, no, he's or? in a business school. Oh. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So I guess in terms of relevance of this kind of research, it is that, I guess, put your waitresses in red lipstick, they'll earn more money. Yeah. I can't really see any other relevance outside that.
1: Maybelline should push the red lipstick. Yeah. People Mm. should
0: just start pushing red. Yeah, Mm. which I
1: think they do anyway. (laughs) Red is quite...
0: um, It's always been associated with passion. yeah,
1: Yeah, red is historically, I think, the most normal lipstick color anyway Hmm. because it's just your lips are kind of a derivative of red i guess yeah you know truth well
0: all very interesting stuff i'm very whelmed thank you so thank you for joining us izzy from psy fyi Mm, give us a listen give us a listen we have fun and when does your next podcast hit the hit the tubes
1: it comes out every friday
0: every friday on soundcloud
1: and itunes and we like to be rated and have comments on itunes and we take lots of suggestions on facebook and gmail we're basically across every platform
0: (laughs) well i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i'm only on soundcloud and facebook but if you've liked the podcast today please head over to my facebook it's just at whelmed uh, sorry at whelmed podcast and give me a like and give me some feedback if you'd like anything that you'd want me to cover in the future. I'm still planning to do another few episodes. So thank you again for being here today. Thank you for the listen. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.